מימיננו, משמאלנו, רוצים לכלותינו. ורק אתה שומר עלינו, רק אתה מציל, מצילנו מידם, מצילנו מידם. אבו שומר עלינו ביונתן שיינפלד וקובי דרמר. Welcome back to another episode of Kiddish Club, the podcast. This week we have a, a very special guest. Ellie Leibowitz joins us. Uh, Ellie is a stand-up comedian, um, also has a, a very devoted following on Twitter, same thing on Instagram. Ellie, welcome to Kiddish Club. Thank you very much. Good to be here. So Ellie is going to be uh, joining the Hawk this week. And we're going to be getting his take on some of the things that we usually talk about and go back and forth on. And uh, hopefully we're going, to be, we're going to get some insight from Ellie. I love the people that look into the window. This it is. is that's I, the most entertaining part of I'm it I'm being me. judged right now. I, <laughs> yeah. I was davening Mincha before. People are like, <laughs> what, what is, is he doing? What is this guy yeah. doing? And you can't even pretend you're on the phone. Like, <laughs> There's nobody even here. You don't even have an excuse. Right. Yeah, so for those, for those listening, we are recording once again in our Manhattan office here. And, uh, studio. It's in Manhattan Studio. Apologies. Our Manhattan Studio. I'm not doing that well. <laughs> <laughs> you, see what, you see what I have to deal with? Can you I, see? I, I, are you, see. you catching on? Poor guy. And, and we have all these big giant windows. And uh, as people walk by, they just stare at us because they see us with the bikes. And uh, we wave. We, uh, it's we a live Jewish fun. museum. Is it? <laughs> 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 Jews in action. Help. Before help. We're trapped. Around. Oh, we actually saw the Jew Museum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we saw one of them even praying. It was a live action shot. <laughs> so, Ellie, uh, we, so we heard a little bit about you, but tell us a little bit, uh, tell us something we don't know about you. I used to be a vendor at Wrigley Field in Chicago. No. Yes. No, That's come real. on. Beer yeah. here. Beer so here. I, I never got to sell beer because you had to be 21, and I, I wasn't at the time, but I would do, do you guys know the Harry Carey? Well, Harry Carey was a Cubs yeah. announcer. Oh, no. I know the Harry Carey, you know, the Japanese yeah, kill themselves not, thing. I'm, I'm like, about, where is he going with this? No, Harry Carey is a Cubs announcer. Will Ferrell, if you, YouTube, it, Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey. So this Cubs announcer, and I would do this while I was selling. And wearing these giant glasses, he was this guy who was like so drunk. All they were like, hey, we got ice cream. Who wants to get crazy? Come on. <laughs> and people would be like, what is wrong? People would give me money without even buying stuff. It was amazing. <laughs> Felt, made me feel Wait, weird, so you used to do that? I used to walk around <laughs> like selling... Like you were channeling him and... No, I would do the impression. Like, I was clearly doing... I was wearing the giant oh. glasses. Occasionally somebody would be like, hey, I bought extra ones because people would be like, how much for the glasses? And be like, I'll give you 20 bucks. I was like, yeah. And then I had another one ready to go, which... If this <laughs> Seems like a very like, lucrative such, position. Say, it's such a Jewish thing Jewish to do, by the way. could be audio, they would be like, wow, they're talking about coupons and returning Brooks Brothers shirts. 100%. What else are they talking about? There's definitely... They're definitely talking about Charles Thurwood. There's no question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I would do it. It was a great. It was also like I did this from age sixteen to like through college, so like I, in eight years or so. It was amazing, wow. and like the Cubs also would play during the day, so occasionally I'd like ditch Fridays to go during school. Wow! And I'd be like during the summer, but it was amazing also because like people would be like, "Oh, you're gonna get an internship?" I'm like. No, I'm. I have the. My job was to go to baseball games. It's, the it's best not like job just like. Work, it's also not just like working at a stand where like you're sitting. You're like walking around the stadium, right. like getting exercise, or whatever, and just like you know, I met people and stuff like that. I met Harry Carey's like widow. That <laughs> I did the impression, which is very awkward. Wow, do you have that recorded? Uh, what'd you think of no. it? What'd what? you think of it? 
I think I don't know. She would have been nice, but like also like as I'm saying, you guys don't know this because you guys aren't from Chicago, but or aren't baseball fans, or maybe you are. I don't no, know. not we know nothing about sports. <laughs> like, do you, oh, there you go. Nothing okay. zero. Oh, baseball is this thing. Uh, okay, you know, <laughs> you know Double Day. Um, no. So what what were you selling? I would sell everything pretty much except beer. Hot there's a whole thing about hot dogs. There's a whole oh, Gadalia Schwartz. Uh, Zatzal would actually give a hat trick because it was best kosher hot dog, so they were technically kosher. Oh, really? Just not clot. That's and so interesting. And there was a the whole thing. But do you know so these? for you to sell them, wow. you own them? You owned the hot dogs? No, you would it doesn't have matter. to buy them from the commissary. You wouldn't own them, but like you return them at the end and whatever. So it's not really you buying them. It's not really you selling, even if they were Trafe hot dogs. It wouldn't be. I, I don't see the problem really if it's not yours. It was a very big halachic discussion. Really, yeah, I, like, I don't think that's interesting. Sell, you can't sell trafe. if it doesn't belong to you. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't well, think you also, can. Well, there's trafe and then there's also selling basar Khala. Like right, right. That's it's another the thing. three. Right, right, but right. But that's not it. Basar bchalav is iser hanah. You cannot but wait, enjoy. Wait, wait, wait. Where's the basar bchalav with the hot dog? There is no buns. The buns were dairy. Potentially. Interesting. I don't know. Was there a cheese sauce, maybe? No, I don't no, think so. No, no. see, you have an Israhano when it comes to um, Basar B'chalav. You don't have that Israhano when it comes to Treif. You do. Welcome you do. to the Basar B'chalav podcast. <laughs> uh, Which is a great Sarah. name for a podcast. The halacha today will be. <laughs> no, you do. You have an issue with Basar B'chalav. Yes. There yeah, is a but it's like Hamid. Hamid said a problem. Hamid, I'd be like, I can only sell peanuts and oh, water. Right. Maybe Pepsi wow. is kidney of corn syrup. <laughs> and wait, and they made you, you, they made you limit your offerings basis. on. Yeah, you couldn't. You made couldn't sell you. No, no, you get to pick what you. You get to pick what's left. Oh, right. so, so, so you have to make this like tough decision at the thing. What do you want? And I'm like, uh, feeling the weather. I'm like, uh, if, if water's available in the summer, I'm like, yeah, I'll take water. So wait, wait, wait. So yeah. you, you, you're like your own boss. Like you buy this stuff and then you just walk around. No, you basically are based on seniority. So like before the game, there's like two hours before the game, these vendors like line up and, um, you basically like go through the list of like, what year are you? And then you go through beer guys who guys who like were there when the stadium was built are just like, <laughs> all right, give me old style on the back or like Budweiser or whatever. And then you'd be like, all right, you're uh, 19. What's left? Uh, peanuts, Coke, uh, you know, chocolate malt cups, and like Pepsi or whatever. And I'm like, all right. Wow. It's like a 90 degree day. I'm like, all right, let me sell malt cups because like I would just like roll through as opposed to Pepsi. You know, I'm, I'm, you guys can't tell in the pocket because I'm like a Galila guy. So I can't, I can't really carry <laughs> Pepsi, you know, without like hurting myself. I mean, I did sell water when Tom Glavin's 300th win. I don't know who that Tom is. Tom Glavin is a pitcher who okay. was on the Braves <laughs> and then ended up at the Mets eventually. You'll, I'm gonna, some of your, do your listeners listen to ba- watch baseball? I, I, we don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> We've never talked to them. We don't know. Um, no, so, so what were they saying before that about, um, Selling stuff. Oh, Tom Glavin, three hundred wins. Sorry. Yeah. This is this is this is my Friday night meals. Just <laughs> what were you saying? And I, I'll, I'll literally say to my wife, like, can you tell me, tell me about this joke after shop? Like, my if I ever ever have remind a comedy album, this. it's going to be called Remind Me After Shop. That's a good one. I, this shop is correct. But um, so Tom Glavin's three hundredth win. I sold like twenty four cases of water. It was like a night. It was like very humid. It was like ninety. So degrees. how much money did you keep from that? This is this is classic Jewish, but uh, four hundred. <laughs> That's I all make, I care about. So how much do you think no, you he make, makes? I just want to know how much you were making. You make a commission, and then you make tips. So you make like ten oh. percent commission. So if the water was like four dollars at the time, you make like ten percent of that. Forty and, cents. And times. Four hundred bottles plus tips. Plus, you get like a dollar. If, if yeah, at sixteen, that's bucks. great money and, and for hello, a day. He's at a baseball game. I'm at a baseball. Like game. he would do it for <laughs> free. He would literally do it for free. I would bike there. But the point is, it was a fun job, and that is a very long answer to your question. Wow, tell me something I didn't know. That about. Is something that very, yeah, we didn't know. About. We didn't know very that. Uh, baseball. So is what were you? What were you shouting when you walked around? That's what I wanted. So again, I would do. Eventually, I would just be like, you know, hot hot dogs, you know. 
talking about it's, it's, it gets boring. So then I would just do, I, at some point, I decided to do Harry Carey, Will, Fer- Will Ferrell's version of Harry Carey, which you'll have to YouTube later, where just walking around with a big glasses, be like, hey, if I was selling water, I'd be like, anyone the next day to driver, anyone not discover beer yet? And like, <laughs> the worst would be when it would be raining, and you'd be like, hey, I'm trying to sell this, God's giving it away for free. And like, it, it would just be horrible. But it was just so much fun. People would just I'd walk around, people would love people, like, hey, you remember me? I was in right field last week. I was like, no, I don't remember you. <laughs> Yeah, I met, a, I met a lot of people. That, I mean, that's a dream job for for a sixteen, for 16 year old, years that old. Is yeah, definitely a dream, dream job. job. It's amazing that yeah. Uh, Ellie, you said you went to college. Where did you go to college? I went to YU. Did I, you really? You, yeah. Is wow. that surprising? Because if you <laughs> no, I, I mean no, it's just interesting. I look like a person on the fly. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'll tell you. No, I'll tell you. My reaction was because YU for the first time in my lifetime is all over the news because of what's going on with their basketball team. Yeah. It's crazy. So for those who don't know, uh, the YU basketball team, I don't know what any of this and means. By the way, do you know, and I'm pretty sure this is true, you'll correct me, the YU basketball team is coached by Elliot Steinmetz, who is the father of Jacob Steinmetz, who is on the Arizona Diamondbacks. So YU, yeah, YU's basketball team is at, at this as of this thing, right, it's 50 in a row. 50 in a 50 row. 50 in a row, cut off by crazy. COVID at the beginning. And then, um, yeah, no, they they were really at the at the beginning of COVID. They were like the Maccabees, right? That's the, the name Maccabees, of the team. yeah. But, but but I think tonight, as of now, they're right, they're playing this Illinois team. The, the, the number four ranked. Team. Number four ranked. And supposedly, YU is the they're they're saying that the they're the underdogs. Interestingly. Yeah, because they're playing non-Jews. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. But. So, Elliot, do, do you know about this um, this player? I, I don't even know what he's... I don't know what sport he plays. I don't know who he is. And I can't even tell you his name. Um, he's something to do with Georgia. His last name is Mitchell. And his first name, I am prevented from, from saying. I, I think you've probably both seen it, but I'll show you what I'm going for. Um I mean, I'll spell out his. Are we this name. politically correct that yeah, you have to show very, me a name? This was a very. No, this is not. It's not about politically correct. It's about halacha here. Um, I cannot pronounce his name. Oh, Adonai. Oh, don't say <laughs> Adonai. You're oh. saying nay. Can you enlarge it? Because I can't see from this far. The six feet is killing me. Ah, Ada. Mm. So it, it, his first name is A. I mean, this is how it's spelled: A D O N A I. I would go with Aiden A. Aiden Okay, Aiden A. Aiden A. Mitchell. Well, it's like didn't they? Uh, when there a pitcher? Uh, you guys but you know what his real name is. I mean, his name is. I know. Okay, Ado Sham. Yeah, Sham, right? Well, yeah. I, there was a player on the. There was a pitcher in baseball uh, years ago named JJ Putts. <laughs> and the 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 hoops that the announcers would I go think I have through to bleep that. just be like. Uh, so Putes is coming in the game. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, there is no way. What was it? Wait, was it basketball or baseball? Baseball pitcher. P-U-T-Z. Uh, pitcher. Oh. P-U-T-Z. Was he Jewish now? I don't know, but either way, get, all of a sudden he, you know, when he's born, oh, another putz in the world. <laughs> oh how, how would you, like, you have to dance around that? How do you and putz it? strikes him out. <laughs> how do you announce it? Shul, uh, Mazel Tov of the Putz family. <laughs> there's there's got to come a point where you change your name. Yoshua yeah. Yaakov Putz. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? you got to change And all the putzes. <laughs> the putzes have been members of this shul for decades. Mazel Tov to the Putz family. That's, yeah, that's rough. Know, there is a point where you change your name. They're definitely Jewish, and that it's got to be Jewish, right? Got to be, or yeah, or something. Yeah, 
So, so yeah, why you got the shout-out from ESPN, they got the shout-out from the NBA. It's, it's, it's pretty exciting. By the way, speaking of ESPN, uh, at random, I just happened to be researching something for one of the podcasts. As you know, we now have three podcasts. We have the Kiddush Club podcast, we have the Shabbos Experience podcast, and we have the, myth, the Jewish Mythbusters podcast. Ellie, you weren't aware of those things, were you? I didn't you? know about those things. Yes. They, they literally just <laughs> came out today. today. <laughs> I like the myth-busting one. I like yes, that. That sounds yes. like a great... So anyway, speaking of ESPN, the parent company of the ESPN, Disney, I, I just went down the rabbit hole and I found out all these interesting things that I didn't know, such as, and you know, our audience is Jews. I know there's people who could use this information. Do you Are you guys aware that uh, Winnie the Pooh is coming into the public domain next year? Winnie the Pooh and all the characters, except for Tigger, because he came in 1928. All of those characters came out in 1926. The uh, trademark is running out, and they are going to be in the public domain. And then two years later, mm. Mickey Mouse and a lot of the other Disney stuff comes into the public domain. What does that mean? That means that you... I don't know how to make money on this, but there's got to be a way... Ah, uh, there's that's why Walt Disney didn't like Jews. Is that true? This is not Jewish myth busting. I mean, it sounds like they say no. he's, he's anti-Semitic. Is, is that is that a fact like or a is that thing. a myth? I think it's a real fact. We need a we need a uh, we need a uh, Jewish. Uh, put it this way: if not a, if it's not a fact, fact Jews, check it's, fact a, it's a Dover, You know why Walt what Disney? They said. Yeah. Oh, that's bubbles. People know that. And it's, it's tr- I, oh the, yes. The, the reason I know I, I know that also because again when I was when I was like an NCSY advisor, there was a girl who made they had like a Disney banquet or something like Disney themes or people dressed up in Disney costumes, and this girl gave it to our Torah and she said, and if Walt Disney were here today, and I said. I'm pretty sure he'd be unhappy that we were. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Disney, that, that, which is ironic with a cancel culture of like, you know, Mel Gibson and stuff like that. People yes, are like, oh my yes. God, I can't believe, like he's anti-Semitic. I'm like, Jews are the main people in Disney World like yeah. in January. <laughs> <laughs> they own Disney World. They own Disney World and Orlando at this it. point. Yes, yes Yeshiva totally. Week. And it's oh coming up. Why is Forget it called Yeshiva Week and not know. Yeshiva Break Week? Yeah, I don't know. I was like, wondering the no same Yeshiva thing the other day. Right, right. No Yeshiva Week. But right, it's cool. Right. It's also only a New, it's a New York. Th- I mean, now in other Chicago has it also, but is is Dafka not? So it's not Christmas, right? I have a tremendous respect for people who can get up and do stand up because it's huge. Because you're putting yourself out there, you could get totally rejected by the crowd. I mean, do you have any nightmare stories? Yeah, no. You're if, if, like you're, if, if you're, you bomb, if you're that, a comedian. So thankfully, thankfully, the first time I ever did it in a club was at Stand Up New York, which is on the Upper West Side. It's a good place. I, that's where I'll, I'll like do a lot, uh, you know some shows these days also, and um, Jewish owners also. Oh, but, interesting. Yeah, Donnie Zoldan and Gabe Waldman. They own it. I'll give them a shout out in case they're listening. But sure. Um, but no, so the first time I did it was like I was in NYU. It was like there was actually a, like a fundraiser for like Stay Road and like one of these you know towns near in Israel that's like you know getting rocketed, and I thought. It was going to be like a fundraiser there. So I thought it was going to be like a whole Jewish audience. But it was mostly Jewish audience, but it was also just like a regular comedy club. So like I was the last comedian of the night, all, all like the Jewish people just trying, you know, getting up there. Fir- this was your first time? First time. I did one in NYU and then this was the first time in a club. Wow. So all Jewish, you know, I was expecting an all Jewish audience. It wasn't. I got up there. I'm the last person to go. And I got up there and I was just like, I know what you're thinking another Jewish comedian. Oh my God, I'm sure you're so sick of hearing about us. And there's this woman in the front row. My friend's like, you should call her out. I asked this woman in the front row. After I said, I said, 
another Jewish comedian, I'm sure you're so sick of us. And I asked this woman in the front row, I was like, so where are you from? She says, Germany. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and my face just, oh. What do, you, what do you even do with that? I, well, now I would just be like, if now that I know, know how to do it, I would be like, oh, now it makes sense why you're not laughing. But, <laughs> but like, honestly, the fact that that, that is. What did you do? That is Elia Wanevi. I really, literally just opened my mouth and said, all right then. And I got. Thank God, 10 seconds of laughter because my reaction was just so genuinely surprised. Because if she says Iowa, I got nothing. Right. So that she right, said true. the best thing she right, could have right. said was like Germany, Germany or yeah. like Ramallah. <laughs> and like the fact that God or Eliawa Navi, whatever, put that woman there to so that because that from there on, I'm just like, okay, this is great. But like in terms of bombing, I mean, every comedian has, I mean, also I did a bunch of like two years of Zoom shows, which. I figured I figured out that like you got to have a few people unmuted so it's not terrible, right? But <laughs> yes. like otherwise, you have to have, the truth right. is, if you do a right. Zoom show, you have to have a laugh track. So that's that's what it. People, that's what people suggested. So what I but but what I would do is about five people unmuted, and that way I would get some reaction. But most people muted because otherwise, I've done these shows where everybody's muted, and you're just like, is this going well? And I would be like, it's. I and would there's say a baby crying in a no, vacuum there's, cleaner. There's no, feed, right, there's no feedback. You know, in any response, the only time you get a response usually is with somebody emails you afterwards that afterwards that they were upset. And I told my rabbi, he's like, now I know how I feel. So it's like the same, you know. So the fact that, or you could probably do like a. Uh, 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 maybe an Instagram live. I was going to say Periscope. I don't think that's a thing anymore, but where they could put a vine, a vine <laughs> six seconds. No, where they could at least put hearts. Like you see the hearts coming in. Right. right. No, no. Some people, some people, so sometimes people have their cameras on, but like, you know, Jews are just like, nah, we, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be seen. Shaito, I don't, don't want to be seen. So, you know, they'll do like a thumbs up if, and you can tell, you can tell people are laughing or not. Right. And, and hopefully at this point, I've done these jokes where I'm just like, okay, this should be the, like, if it's a, at a certain point, if I'm doing these jokes and, like, they work 90% of the time or 95% of the time, I'm like, it, it's that. You know that. it's going to work. Yeah. Right. It, well, if I do a joke that, stays usually, right. that usually does well and then bombs, I'm just like, it's probably them. But there's yeah. so but so much to it. I mean, you have your timing has timing, to be... Timing, the way you do it. You get right. introduced by a rabbi who's like, we're going to start to hill him in a few minutes, but first the comedian. <laughs> right. Like, you know, there's a lot. One thing you realize when you, if you, if you get a chance to attend like comedy by the greats, and I'm talking about going to a Seinfeld show, even a Sebastian or whatever, it's they do the same thing like it's word for word. Yeah. It's moment for moment every single night. Yes. It's almost Often. like they're on autopilot and yeah. it just, he's not even there. It's like, hello. He's like a robot. When you go see Seinfeld two, three, four times and it's the same act, it's amazing to me that he's just on autopilot. The, the pauses are exactly the same length. Yeah. The words are verbatim nightly. It's, it's to me, well, that's it's like, a, it's precision. It's right. It's and which I don't which I don't have yet, and I mean that's also comes from just like Mirzashem by you, Mirzashem by me. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm already married. But uh, um, no, no, you're, you're you're totally right. And uh, but it is fun when you do something that comes off the cuff, and then it becomes a moment that you just like keep forever. You're like this is going to be great. This is going to stay with me. You know that I'm going to use from now on. Like it may be terrible now. But like I, I said, the fact that I'm it's doing material. yeah, the fact that I'm doing live shows now is great because I said after two years of doing Zoom, where I, I just say to people now, I'm like, I'm so happy to be doing a live show because for the last two years I've just been staring at a bunch of old ladies' nostrils <laughs> who don't know how to use a webcam. <laughs> that was the worst part of the beginning of, of the pandemic, by the way. Is clearly the yes. Zoom like when you had like functions like the, there was a bris on Zoom. 
And no yeah. one knows what's like. People were not ready for and the Zoom. People who wouldn't mute and they would just talk loud. No, like, not yeah, just that. that. We can't there even. There were hear. people that didn't realize that they were being on Ugh, they camera. Yeah. Ugh, they and so there were people that just they just literally. This is what they do. They wake up. They turn on yes. a Zoom <laughs> and they're like. And this woman just had complete bedhead, and she's getting up and brushing her. T- and, and this okay. is a bris. Ellie, I don't know if you're catching this. He's a creeper. He's a Zoom creeper. No, no, no. He's this was my pastime, creeper. by the way. This got me through yes. the pandemic. Yes. Is just I, attending Zooms Zoom. with people who did not like know a how to. He Zoom bomber that he people. Was, yes, no, yes, yes. Let me tell you something. He's the reason Zoom changed their it policy would... <laughs> to force passwords. You're the reason <laughs> they made passwords. Yes, yes. No. You're the reason my show Can couldn't me, do the 40 minutes. Harry, I couldn't get over it. I'm at a bris. I'm not watching the the festival. Activities. I'm just watching the people. It's like, look at so, this person. I wish I had like, that. Ability. Look at this person. There, there, this woman brushing her well, teeth. I'll, this other person doing yoga, like as though no one's there. You know, but it also was a the problem. audio, the the people that also don't realize they're not muted. Yes. is really like at a bris. It's like, ugh, they named him Shmoy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like no, Sylvia. We can hear you. <laughs> Mute, mute. But also, you could tell the older people because you could just see from the, from the eyebrows and yes. up. You know, you know the age What's ranges just by uh, what they're... Or just forehead. What right. is up with that? Yeah, and what is up with that? just the amount well, of people that were attending Zoom items on in bed But, but also, to be alarming. honest, like, there would be people probably in their 60s or 70s. Like, think about it, you know, and... You know, for myself, 30, 40 years from now, I'm not going to know how to use the hover it's car. It's not that they don't <laughs> know on, how. <laughs> they just don't care. You know what I mean? Is that they what it don't is? care. That could be it. Whatever. There's I mean, a certain looking, point where you look, just stop caring. You're looking right. at a screen, you see yourself, right? They did a study and they saw that like 95% of the people when they're on Zoom, they're actually staring at themselves. They're not looking at the other person, but right? But you, sometimes you're in such a small square that you don't realize. Especially on your phone. Right. Especially okay. when it's on the phone and these people, they have the, the they have it like on the table and they're looking down and the rest of us have to look up their nostrils yeah and and you know phil phil i'm trying to watch the breast phil oh my but god I, i'm pretty sure so I, te- I tended and then to there, there were those couples that would would actually get dressed for a zoom function <laughs> like and put the camera like People far away that? and then hold hands like they would hold like the couple that would hold hands he, she put on a dress somehow he's wearing a suit and then they're like holding hands Mazel tov, mazel tov. And they're like, you're not being honored at the dinner. Like, what is going on? It's 8.30 on a Sunday. But we were not ready. We, the, I feel like the Jewish community wasn't ready for March 2020 Zoom, a Zoom avalanche. Or So by the way, uh, El, you mentioned Ramallah. Did I say that right? Was that good? Yeah, that was pretty that was good. pretty good, we're right? Probably not the, we're I'm probably not the people to ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does a he does a decent he does a decent. Go ahead, give that's him. right. That's right. I can do the decent Arabic. Yeah, you see that? It's pretty good. And we're getting into Russian yeah. soon. Don't worry. Yeah. We're gonna okay. go, I've we're watched Fauda. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but the uh, there was an article in the uh, Times of Israel that Alibaba is going to not ship anymore to uh, to the West Bank. Because they, so the Palestinian Authority, the Postal Service over there, is not going to deliver packages if they're addressed to whatever the address, Israel. They wanted to say Palestine. So Alibaba's just like, yeah, forget it. We're not shipping anything. So you're done. You're out. We're China. We have a billion people. We do a little bit of money with you guys. You guys are totally out. BDS screws up another yeah, one. <laughs> isn't that crazy? I thought that was such poetic justice. Is that like, you must write Palestine. Everyone must acknowledge it. You know what the beauty is that the Chinese don't care. 
Yes, they don't care. They, they, they totally we don't, don't care. care. We don't care. No package for any of you. Yeah, they, they totally don't care. They totally don't care. It's like, you know, it's like we're not doing it. By the way, I'm going to bring it into the Parsha. What Ellie just said is that the, the, the guy, I'm going to go to the Jews and say, could I ship my Alibaba to you? It's like when, when the Mitzrim used to go to the Bnei Yisrael. To get Excuse water. Excuse me, do you have any water? Yeah. $6. You see how I brought <laughs> And that the back. stereotype started. Yes, that's probably where it uh, originates. Or the, or how, about this, how about this madras? The Shabbos that experience. Says, Check how, us out. How about, the Shabbos experience. How about this madras? Shameless for, plug. How about this madras during Choshech, they say during darkness, said, oh yeah, the Jews would just go through all the Egyptian stuff and look for their gold and silver. Who wrote this madras? <laughs> what, Mel Gibson? Like, oh, what? no, no. <laughs> All right, we're going to rename this the Kfira episode. Wow. No, <laughs> it, it, what? But, it, oh, by the way, I'm just, but it rubs me the wrong way too. Like we creeped on what they had yeah, we, and we, then we, we just creeped. said, no, no, oh yeah, I know you I'm have that. I'm just saying the fact that they're like, have you read this out loud? Like I was saying the same thing about dreidel that we're like, you know, dreidel sounds nice. You're like, oh yeah, they, they weren't actually like, you know, they, they were trying to play dreidel, but when, they, when the Greeks would come by and then the Greeks probably come back and we're like, hey, you Jews aren't learning Torah, are you? No, 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 we're playing this game where we collect gold coins. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. It's so true. What? And then we wonder where they get these stereotypes from, right? Well, yeah, all these stereotypes are just like some random thing. Like, there's like future Jewish myth busting that you got to do now. Busting. So you don't own all of the media? Like, what? <laughs> I, I, Did we you own see? this media, KC so, Media. Speaking of which, I saw a uh, so I saw, I saw this uh, these two lapel pins, and I'm totally buying them. And uh, I'll show it to you. It says the pin shows like uh, a Jewish star, and it says. Secret Jewish Space Laser Core. <laughs> Mazel Tov. <laughs> Did you see this? No. Oh, I no, love it. Fantastic. I love it. Space Laser it, never gets old. I mean, it's, yeah, it's Space so Laser is, is one of the, like, it's that's so good. That's what people, people are be like, what, what do you care? Don't you care about like right wing anti Semitism versus left wing anti Semitism? And to me, I'm like, the problem with like left wing anti Semitism is they're just like, no, we're not anti Semitic. But right wing anti Semitism is, is like, yeah, we know we hate Jews. Jews own lasers in space. Yeah, it's and awesome. they're like, it's crazy, yeah, but, it's but hilarious. It's hilarious, but it's, but you know what the good part about the right wing anti Semitism is like, you're proud of it. Like when Mar- when Marjorie Taylor Greene said that Jews have the space lasers, I was like, yeah, baby. Well, I loved it. I remember, I, was like, I think yeah. Colbert had years ago, and the Colbert report was like, uh, Egypt was saying that like, Israeli sharks were like yes, yes, eating yes, people. Yes, like, yes. Is that, like the stuff I, that. But I love that. I love that. I speak now that we mentioned Marjorie Taylor Greene. Did you see Ilhan Omar sponsored a bill that has now passed the House? It's a bill banning Islamophobia. What are your thoughts there, Ellie? I mean, I guess have an issue with that. I happen to think that like she's had too many situations where it's like. I think that's pretty anti-Semitic. <laughs> but anytime you say something against her, it's like, whoa, whoa, you're whoa. Racist. Don't be Islamophobic. And you're like, no, I'm pretty consistent with my calling out of anti-Semitism. Yeah. Mel Gibson is the worst. And all, you know, and, and no, I don't no, care, no. I don't care, you know, what you look like or what religion you practice. If you hate Jews, I really I just think I just think it's t- right. Even like when Jews were getting attacked or something like that, and they had a bill about anti-Semitism, and then they had attack on, oh, by the way, but also other religions. And it's like yes. I, I, it I, I, even- I I tweeted at the time, I like it was Ron Perm or something, and like 
Esther says like in the Megillah, like, you know, there's a, they're, they're trying to kill us, eradicate us, destroy us and get rid of every people. And Haman says, yeah, but what about other religions? It's crazy. It's crazy how Jewish hate can't even get like its own nothing thing. Zero. Even though the Jews are the number one target of hate crimes. That's what I'm glad about this. Why you think at least that like the NBA, like I didn't, I went through the comments and I'm glad people didn't be like, all right, what about it? But they did. I went through the comments and they did. There is, you will never find any praise of Jews where someone in the comments will not say, but what about Israel? They're genocide. Yeah, but the apartheid state. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Well, I, I, I have the a, worst genociders. Well, I, I have a bit that Israel, Israel criticism, the problem with Israel criticism is it's just not accurate. Because like, yes. we all know that there's legitimate things to criticize Israel about. Like, it's not, criticize Israel for you know, being this close to curing cancer, but can't figure out how to serve pizza on anything more than a cardboard slab. <laughs> Like, don't criticize Israel for going against the UN. Criticize Israel for going against health standards, but I think it's okay to have a cat working at a shawarma stand. <laughs> the cat's serving you. Yeah. Why is I, the pizza not good in Israel? Could someone explain this to me? I've never had good pizza in Israel. Is it just me? You can have bigger problems to worry about, I think. No, but <laughs> am I crazy? There's no good the pizza, pizza in Israel. The pizza is okay in Israel. It's I really, think. I just feel like they're always making it under duress. <laughs> what? It's like the Pesach. We only have six minutes. <laughs> no, that's like what a- it is. Like nobody wants to wait. If you keep an Israeli customer waiting, that's it. It's over. Oh, is that I, what it that's is? interesting. Under duress. I didn't know that's what you meant when you said <laughs> under duress. I thought you were like, oh, there's going to be a rocket going off anytime. I'm like, really dangerous situation. But I was like, no, no, no. Just some Israeli guy's going to get mad and at you. And pizza. <laughs> So. I've never had good pizza. And I, I went to Pizza Hut in, uh, in, in Israel. I, I was all excited recently, a couple of years ago, right before COVID. And I was all excited about going to Pizza Hut. It was really mediocre. The truth is, I think when I had in Pizza Hut in Israel, it was my first introduction to pan pizza altogether. That was my first pan pizza experience. It was years ago. But that's why I was blown away. I'm like, what is this challah pizza? Like, I love it. <laughs> you got to go to the Red Lobster in Israel. That's what you're missing. I think... <laughs> If only that were a I thing. Think it's the, I think it's the, only. but I think it's the non-kosher illusion that you're like, oh, Pizza Hut, that's going to be amazing. Yes, and you're yes. like, no, it's Jewish pizza. Yeah, it was it's just like, Jewish is pizza. Is it pizza? No, it's matzah pizza. <laughs> what about the Burger King? They also have KFC. McDonald's, KFC, KFC, KFC all the stores. I didn't try it. I mean, they're not glot, so I, I couldn't try any of those. Uh, I guess I could have had chicken, but I don't know. I guess I didn't trust the the Heckscher at that point. Well, it's also a very Heckscher is, and I thought I thought Kashrus in America was confusing. Oh my gosh, in Israel, it's, so it's like it says Hebrew letters. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's that's, that's the date we were built. Like, you know. <laughs> it's true. It's true because over here, when you see Hebrew letters, it's yeah. kosher. Okay, great. Yeah, over there, yeah, everything's perfect. Hebrew. Yeah. yeah, everything's Hebrew, and it's just like like it might as well say we're not kosher in yes. Hebrew. And I'm just like, what, what would be what, now that we we are on the topic. If you we asked this before, if you could be not Jewish for a day, what is your go-to? Like, what would you? Is it Red Lobster? Like, what's your go-to? Is it cheeseburgers? I thought lobster was good. It seemed like it was uh, it was always tempting, but then like I heard a Jim Gaffigan bit about it, and he's like, they're like bugs. <laughs> yeah, that's what they are. I, yeah. I can't. To me, they look like big bugs. Dad. He's like, if they weren't on the in the water, you'd be like, you should call an exterminator. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I, I think cheeseburgers sounds pretty good. Um, bacon. What other? I'm trying to think. Is bacon that good? I, I, yeah. I, I was. I think I tweeted once. I said, "Do you know how much how much unhealth, more unhealthy Jews would be if we could eat anything?" <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, by it the does way. keep us at if least. God, oh God, God is like you know, it's its own Darwinism. God's like, all right, listen, I know you people. <laughs> not, or do we keep? Do we eat this much because we're compensating? There's only six things that we can eat. Right. And it's right. Like, we're compensating. But you can't tell me that a bacon double cheeseburger is more unhealthy than a chalent. You know what I'm saying? 
That's yeah, all, that, well, that's, that's why point. it's so funny. People are like, I don't know if I can trust the vaccine. You're like, do you know what you eat? <laughs> How much grimness and schmaltz you eat every shop? It's so true. It's the Kiddish Club podcast. I had to. No, no, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Throw excellent. it in. Throw it in. Excellently done. Excellently done. <laughs> I had to plug the Kiddish Club podcast on the Kiddish Club podcast. <laughs> so I saw I saw this this crazy picture of uh, of this thing that came out of Iraq actually, and it was Twix flavored toothpaste. Tw- they had Twix flavor. They had. Where like- do you come up with this? <laughs> Where I just want to like know how what he, I like how he's your- like Jay Leno wing. Like we saw it. There was a news story, and you're like nobody saw this. This wasn't a no. Thing. I, this is a real thing. You know, if, if this we was were, a LinkedIn story, if we were on YouTube, I would show. I would show the the, the Twix pictures. toothpaste. Yes, yes, Twix. It was. It came from. It actually came from Iraq. But isn't that but, like completely mislead what you're trying eating? to do? I, I, no, yeah. what, the whole point of the toothpaste. Is to get that stuff out. Also, Twix is like you feel like when you eat a Twix, you feel like you have it in your teeth for years. <laughs> yes. yeah. I went to the dentist. You feel <laughs> dirty. Yeah. Do you? Am I the only one that when I have a dentist appointment? So you just came from a dentist. Appointment, yeah. Am I the only one who like? I fast before I go to the dentist. I brush. I floss. I floss again. It's I cramming for again. a final. Yeah. That's right. Right. By the way, I, I used to do the same thing, and then like I'm sitting, I'm getting the the, the checkup. He's looking at my teeth, and he looks. At me. Now I, after one cavity, I flossed. Every single day. Like, for a week. No, no, no. Forever. Still? Forever still. Wow. After my first cavity, I was like, I do, me? That's pretty good. I <laughs> do not want to go through that again. It was I think it was might have been the first root canal. I was like, no, no, no. There's a new there's a new sheriff in town. But I'm flossing the, nightly. But that's amazing that you can keep up that I, like you, you know, floss? It's, Ellie, you it's, floss? it's out of fear. I try. It's I, not really? because so it's just me. I'm the only one who doesn't floss. I didn't. They didn't emphasize it when I was a kid at all. Okay, at wait. All. So didn't this is like, not because I'm like this strict adherent to dental like laws. This is because Stricter. it is completely fear based. So I'm like, wow, your uh, is lower than I. Like, if I fall asleep (laughs) and I didn't floss, I'll get up and go floss. Whoa! Wow, I don't even doubt Marv when I do that. (laughs) Right, right. Flossing is my Marv. No, I try. But the problem is, I get to the dentist and he'll look at me after I floss for a full six months between checkups and be like. So do you floss ever? Oh, oh my I'm god! Like, the dentist what? asking you, "Do you floss?" is like a rabbi asking you, "What are you learning?" Yes. Right. No, but <laughs> so that's for you. But I, I, so I, I was I'm ready the for the test. Accept, uh, but I was ready for this test. You have PTSD and he's like, from dentists. By yeah, the way. no, no. For I'm sure. just saying. For sure. By the way, how many years it's ago the was shadiest this? profession oh, out there. Because think about this: you're completely <laughs> numb, and he and, and he just moves one tooth over and just drills the next cavity for you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's completely... It's it's t- I like how you're equating dental being like a mechanic. <laughs> no, but it is. It is. is, it, is it, it not? Totally is. It totally is. They is show it? you this x-ray. It's like, see this dark spot? What do you mean? This is all dark spots. The whole entire <laughs> thing is dark spot. No, no, no. This do, one Do you right drink here, coffee? This... Yes, I drink coffee. Do you know how many kids I have? Like, Everybody drinks coffee. I I've never met a dentist I, I liked. So let, yeah, let me I'll, put that I'm out there. And we'll probably get heat for it. You're an anti-dentite. True. You are not getting the AY sponsors. Of your, your true. Maybe I like Dr. Schwimmer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't trust any of them. Listen, it's That's a blind what people item. say about Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Who are dentists? They're all Jews. This was a Jewish dentist. But it, it is a blind item. It's a blind item. You have to know it's a blind item. In fact, when I walk into the dentist, like you have these, like these secretaries in the front and like, oh, good morning, good morning. I'm like, hello. 
Do you not realize where we are? Slow your roll, people. There no are, one's happy there's here. There's serious work going on back there. Like a Nanju who says, and I don't know what's heading my way. Like a, Calm down. Like a Nanju who says to you after Yom Kippur, I hope you had a nice holiday. You're like, I was in. <laughs> Do you know what I went through? All day, just chopping my chest. I was cold. I was hungry. But when, when, when you talk about like dentists and, and, and doctors, like I feel like the podiatrist is the absolute lowest doctor on the pole. You know what I'm saying? When I meet a doctor, I met a doctor the other day. He's like, yeah, I'm a doctor. I'm like, just tell me you're not a podiatrist. What about a gastro? Like, no, of course What not. about a gastro? Oh, those are good. Those are fine. Those are generally like GPs, like they're general practitioners, no, and that's fine. You know what a but gastro does most of the time. And you never on, meet John? someone... You never meet someone and he's like, oh, you got to come to my top podiatrist in the United States. Like, no one talks about their top podiatrist. You hear about the top cardiologists. You well, hear about the top the, the, the No top one also wants to admit that, Nobody wants to admit they have gout or, like, random foot problems either. No, but also, you know what you also You got to go see? to my urologist, man. You have no idea. I had a kidney stone the other day. God, but you man. also no, never that, see... That I'm going to say Blaine Harris. <laughs> yes. Don't make jokes no, not even... Oh, gosh. It's not a joke. No, no, but you also never joke. see this 75-year-old career podiatrist either. You know what I'm saying? You don't ever see... Like, usually the podiatrists, podiatrists are the make, young people. They, like, this is young... They make, I feel like they make good money doing that. They probably... Like, I just never saw it. I never saw, like, this How career podiatrist. How much do I have to pay you to work on people's feet? But also, that's like a nightmare. That, that That's like... Yeah, but your schedule... That's Gehenna. Are you, are you I, very, very anti-feet and teeth? I've been to a podiatrist. Every time I go, the place is empty. It's like no one is around. Because no one wants to admit they go to the <laughs> No, no, no. When I go there, no one is there. It's like, oh, we have an appointment today. And like someone scurries out from the back. It's like, oh, your 2.30 is here. She's as surprised as I am that, I'm, that, 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 that anybody showed up. They're like, people are buying this? <laughs> <laughs> no, what happened was I broke my toe once. I was like, I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know that you don't get a cast. I, I was expecting this little cast on my oh, middle toe. Yeah, I, I would expect There that. is no, there is no cast. So you do don't you do? do anything. There's nothing to be done. You stay home. You don't, if you're smart, you don't even go to the podiatrist. It's like COVID. No one told me. <laughs> no one told me. podiatry tents outside for broken toes. <laughs> Somebody dropped something on my foot. It wasn't even my fault. Like, someone dropped Classic. something right on my foot, right on my toe. And the nail. Like, oh, I got to go to a podiatrist. Here's my, uh, this is my, uh, this is my oh, chance. You self-diagnosed yourself to go to a podiatrist. Well, well but the toe was hurting. But now, if I would have Googled it, I would have realized I would just would have stayed home. This is nothing said, to be done. How do you heal broken bones? Time. <laughs> right. That's that. No, foot but, bones. But I wouldn't no. go to a podiatrist. I would go to a bone doctor. What are they called? Bone doctors. Uh, or ortho. Uh, I feel, right. I feel like it starts with yeah, an O. Yeah, there you go. I was Not trying to do my Latin orth. Yeah, that was good. It was, <laughs> was pertaining to my foot, so I went to the podiatrist. That was your mistake. Right yeah. there, that was your mistake. Yeah, no, you I, I just I felt so deflated when I did. You could have gone to a footlocker. You would have got the same exact. I like how you say, I, but like you, your logic was it pertained to my foot, so I went to a podiatrist. <laughs> no, I just I, I was so disappointed that I didn't get a mini little cast on my little. You were excited about toe. the cast. No, I didn't get one. I wanted it. Yes. Who, who's who's more anti-Semitic? on your foot. Like, who's more anti-Semitic? <laughs> Are Jews more anti-Semitic or government more anti-Semitic? I think Jews are able to like, you know, call it. I, I always fear and you're like, oh man, if non-Jews knew half the stuff that either Jews do or like if non-Jews went to a kosher restaurant and they would just be like, there, there would be a poll that like, yes. like why, why is that guy yelling at you? It's <laughs> 100% true. Are you, ever, you ever like going over a business lunch and you need recommendations and you're like, hey, anyone know a Jewish kosher, kosher restaurant that doesn't seem kosher? <laughs> That's 100% what we do. No, but but I think that there's 
every single Jewish person has a time where when we're just not in the mood for other Jews. Like, you know, you, you want to go on vacation. Call, call you, <laughs> yes. Oh. No, but we, even when you go on vacation, Bechalma, you expect it. When you go on vacation, I don't want to go to see other Jewish people. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For I want to sure. be, just just plot me somewhere that, and where I won't see, certainly that, not anybody I know, that, but I, I don't want to even see anybody in my tribe. So I'm like, I, I guess I could be considered a vacation Anti-Semite. Yes, you're you know? anti-Semite. But 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 then again, <laughs> when so Jews, ra- but so are rabbis. That's why rabbis go away after Tisha B'av. They have like the three-week rabbi vacation where they like disappear. Right. Is that a off. thing? I didn't know. Yes, that. they all really? go. They all go because it's the only time they can go. That's the only time pre, they get before out. school and then starts. They just, I feel like they spread out across the globe. A couple in Mykonos, a little bit, you know, <laughs> Turks and Caicos, Curacao. I like how you think that. Like, like they probably can, have a rabbi website where you call your spot. Like, like a chabad. Oh, they should do. With, they should hook it up with a chabad and be like, all right, here we're gonna go. Where are you open this week? Yeah. <laughs> how do I not know these things? By the way, I feel like you I'm, just don't. Well, I'm saying, think about when vacations. Like the rabbis are always out. During, because for me, for I do comedy at shul gigs, so I always have to like think about when are the good times to perform. So it's right now. It's the Saturday nights when the clock changes oh, until it's right. from like November to March, and then it becomes Sunday nights after that because it's like dinners for the for the shul and ah. schools. And then I'm like, but then the summer is like dead, and I'm like, all right, when is El? And I gotta like, I have to be bear in mind. But I would think the summer is not dead because, like, I feel like people have so much extra time in the summer, and they people go away. Right, people go to the Catskills. Um, Are you allowed to do? Are you allowed to do comedy during the three weeks? I mean, allowed to. I don't doubt Marv apparently. So <laughs> no, I'm saying like so let's get I'm the allowed to Let me rephrase. I, 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 it's it's not a very popular time much. Right. But like it's also because a lot of times I perform at Shava Brachot and and dinners and stuff like that. So like they don't have those during. Right. I did one show during That's the nine days. Point. It was like after a Wow. And I'm like thinking, uh, who's going? I had to think about who's going to be firm enough to go to this show, but right. also not firm enough. Whatever. But like yeah, during the three weeks, I don't. It's not really my popular time. Um, so you're, again, you're basically off during those three weeks. So you're, you're yeah, but it's you're a, like the rabbis. Yeah, but <laughs> it's also this type that. of this type of work is very much your like. You know, Mike Birbiglia, a comedian, says it's like you're, when you're self-employed, your email is like checking a slot machine. You're like, all right, refresh. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you go to Sheer? Like, do you, are you do you bring comedy into like when you go to Shoal, you go to Sheer? Do you like throw a comedy bit in the middle of a Sheer? Like, do you do that kind well, of? Well, sometimes like the rabbi or like during the drasha, like the rabbi will look at me, and I'll or I'll like like asking like almost like looking for me to say something or like he knows I'm gonna say or like. You're writing this down, aren't you, for later? <laughs> so I, I don't know. I mean, I think there is this expectation. People are like, oh, you're a comedian. Like, I like to tell people I'm a comedian after once I already meet them and, like, run a few jokes and they laugh. And they're like, oh, oh I'm a comedian. Like, oh, that makes sense. Right, As opposed to, like, you're a comedian. Like, all right. All right, let me see what you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again. Tell me a joke. Be funny. Be funny. Exactly. And it's not like, hey, you're a podiatrist. All right, look at this. Like, look. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see this, uh, this thing about uh, Amari? Did you guys see this? Oh wait, is he who wants to get married again? Yes, yeah, he's yes, ready he's for, for a shidduch. He's looking for a shidduch. Wait, did he? Was he and ever he married? Find someone in Brooklyn. That's <laughs> a true point. There we go. Does, does, he, does he live in Brooklyn? I think he lives in Israel. No, that night. No, but he's working for the. How's it work? He works for the Nets. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's here. He's I like think a he's coach in Brooklyn. On the, he's like a, one of the yeah, coaches yeah, yeah. on the Nets and, now. And oh, really? People have been seen. He's been spotted in Brooklyn repeatedly. Oh, right. That's true. And I think he's a Gersedek. I mean, I... I, I what do you think? These are Wait, facts. Wait, what, what does that mean? These are facts. <laughs> I know what that means, but no, like... No, no, I'll, I'll tell you. I went to my uh, my haircutter, my Bukharian haircutter, and 
we were talking about it, and he said something like, eh, yeah, this is all fake. It's all for the cameras. That's what he said. And I said, no, I, I, think, I, think, he, I think this is real. He was doing it before cameras. Of course yeah. he Yeah, of course it's real. 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 It's In fact, did you, you, you caught that episode of Meaningful People with Amar. Yes, That's absolutely. one of the most popular episodes. Yes, yes. And, I mean, the guy cannot be more sincere. Yeah. I mean, I saw a picture of him at like one of these conferences, sports conferences, and he was in a white shirt and a black hat and a black jacket. You you don't do that if you're well, just yeah. Also, I don't really understand why anybody would be like, I'm going to kind of convert to Judaism. Like, <laughs> our, our marketing isn't isn't great. Like, the Saturdays off sure is yeah. is nice, but like everything else, no more BLTs. You know. Well, I've kind of I've I've said that. Like I said, when you want to make Aliyah, I said Nefesh Benefesh should ask you the same question about converting. Like, you sure? There's there's no Sundays. You know, people really don't dislike us, right? They got to ask you three times if you want to go. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for the guy. I mean, you know, he's just trying to, he's trying to be a good gear, and people. I guess it's just. What do you feel? By the way, way, wouldn't it be great? The Jewish cynicism is like, yeah, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't think that's true. I don't think. I think with him, I think. I think people. I'm telling you. Because there was. Oh well. I I think he's 100. percent You go to the same barber. You know who I'm talking about. I'm saying I think the fact that he was doing this for years under the radar. I mean, obviously he's a high profile player. He was in Israel playing Maccabi Tel Aviv, whatever, and then he went to Coel for like. He's what? Yeah. yeah, it was an ace. What? Yeah, man. Oh, I didn't know that part. I'm, t- I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to inform you. Serious, intense study. In fact, one of my friends was in a bookstore. Was a Sfarim store in in uh, in Jerusalem, and all of a sudden he turns around and he sees this. I don't know how tall he is. Seven feet. I don't know what it is. He sees this tall black guy, and it's like. Like, what are you? Him. What are you doing here? He's like, yo, I'm trying to learn the Gemara. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get the right farm to learn the Gemara. He, he didn't know what to do with himself. This is like going back many years. Wow. Wow. And so, so wow, that's wild. No, no, no. He's super sincere when it comes to that. And by the way, God wouldn't it be great if you could make his shidduch? It would. I nominate you. By the way, are you a shatzchan? I am a shatzchan. How many people time. have you? Uh... I'm just kidding. <laughs> I set up one. I set up one. One couple. Really? Yeah. What is it? That's another myth. Oh, there we go. Another ah, that's what? a good myth. It's, three. It's like a thing. Three, right? Three. You go to heaven, and you can be it? a serial killer. It's right, great. Right. <laughs> Shotgun serial killer. It's gonna be a new show. This explains <laughs> a lot, by the way. When Dave it comes to Shotgun, killer? they're working with immunity. Dave you know a serial killer. Well, I don't understand. You, you. Why are you in Shemayim? You set up. You killed nine people. Yeah, but I set up twelve. Is that true? Is that that's a thing? We all heard it. Is three. It? Right. So, up. so that's another. Here, here's one. Here's one that I don't know. This one I heard when I was a kid. I don't know. Have you ever heard something like this? When you spit on someone you get all their averos what see, I no i never heard that, that one this is like my blowing up the candles thing. <laughs> i'm just like i know i heard that i don't know that's interesting so if you spit on someone you get all their averos no i that's what i heard but i was just like i maybe it was because robbie almar no. did it like baseball player <laughs> i know but we they do we say that about lush and horror right if well, that, say, yeah, that's what? confirmed. What's the thing if you about say about somebody else, you get all their averis. That's confirmed. What? Yeah, no, that, but that's, I think that's <laughs> in Chavitz Chaim. Like, he's like, I was like, how much is it? What is this, hot potato? You just keep passing back and forth. You heard that guy say Lashon Hara about me? <laughs> like, Let me give them something to talk about. Oh, man, Lashon Hara, yeah. If, if it's as bad as Chavitz Chaim says, we're all Yeah, we're in, trouble. we're in trouble. We're all in big trouble. We're all in big trouble. And also, especially since you can't really do tshuva until you go up to the rest and be like, Hey, I called you a jerk. Like, that, by the way, but Chavitz Chaim for sure talks about that. It's like, if you're going to say Lush and Har about somebody, and then you're going to ask them for forgiveness, right? And they're going to feel, like, they didn't know. They're, they're yeah. clueless. They're walking around happy. It's like, bro, 
I said bad stuff about you. What'd you say? Yeah, what'd you say? Oh, like, I said <laughs> this. You don't doubt Mara. You hate the podiatrist. You call dentists mechanics. You know, and then they're gonna walk around feeling worse. And there's no, you don't have to ask forgiveness. If like, they're going to feel worse, they're walking around in this right, cloud. Right. They think they're amazing. You should go up to somebody before you, Kipper, and be like, like right before, actual, hey, here's what I said about you. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. The rest of their young Kipper, they're completely depressed. Well, that's that's you know? why Death Man and the Stiebel, I always have a question about where it's like, and it's this heartbreak, it's this like sad song. First sad. of all, I, I'm, I'm a lady, but I don't really sing or play instruments, so I'll be that guy in the basement of who takes temperatures. <laughs> You guys are a shit up. He's a lady too. You're a lady. Do you sing? Do you sing? I do. Does it sound like I sing? You're hearing my voice. No, he can barely talk. <laughs> Give the guy a break. Can't he's gonna be the guy. He's friend. gonna be the guy opening, like updating. Hey, did you hear um, about the Twix toothpaste <laughs> coming from Alibaba? <laughs> I don't know if you heard this. I'm gonna be washing a lot of hands. Let's put it that way. Oh. So anyway, no. I, when I went to Israel uh, last time I was in Israel, I forgot like that they do Birkas Kohanim every day, and I'm just like, oh, I had to wash all these Kohanim hands. I was the only lady. There were six Kohanim standing there waiting for me to wash their hands, and they're just like, Could we just like do this or so. I, I, it was like. I was a gas station attendant in New Jersey. They're just like, not, we just, like, like, Livium Wright. Nobody talks about creates jobs. Yes, like, nobody talks about the dark side of being a lady. Lady lives I'm matter. Gonna, I'm, I'm feet. By the way, don't forget, there's going to be feet washing. <laughs> you're very Let's into that. That's what you're very, <laughs> yes. you're like, hey, can I opt out of my wavy status? Or, and we have to live in a city with a bunch of accidental murderers. Yes. With a bunch, bunch of killers. I have complete kind, like I'm dying to be a kind right now. Just like. Oh no, I don't want to be a kind. No, no, Why? Why? You're gonna wash my hands and feet, bro. Yeah, but I, I don't wanna I, I don't want the restrictions. I like not right, having it's true. Yeah, it's the restrictions, you yeah, know. Right. We just passed a Sarbatavis and you, you know those people who like quote unquote accidentally break their fast in the morning, they're like, Oh, I, I accidentally took a sip when I was brushing my teeth, so I'm not fasting now and now I just ordered uh you know, uh, you know what I didn't know is that that women don't fast for most of those. What? That's what right. That way, it also most, depends on the community. What are you yes, talking about? Yes, but most women don't fast except on Yom Kippur and Tisha B'Av. I don't know what he's talking there, about. Well, yeah. there's a, well, a lot of sources. Some some communities say if you're pregnant or you're nursing. Okay, but that's no, not no, a, no, no, no. I'm talking about in Hasidic communities, nobody fasts. What? If you're a woman, you don't fast. You fast that's twice why a year. Like, Yom Kippur, oh, Tisha B'Av, she's pregnant. Period. She must really hate fasting. I'm telling you, it's because of nursing and pregnancy. No, beyond that, he's claim, but I'm he's just claiming, saying that it's that. He's frequent. claiming all. He's claiming. Yes. Oh. No, I'm saying if they're oh, nursing it's so for two years, they just right. made the rule. They're like, right. you know what? No women ever have to fast <laughs> ever again. You're done, right? And no, I. This is a new thing. This is, feels like a very like nowadays thing that like my these minor fasts that people are like, I'm not going to do that one. Mm -hmm. That seems like very new to me. Like kind of like people are like like Tashlich on growing up everyone threw bread at Tashlich right that yes. was a thing and then suddenly like, and no one done. and yeah, yeah and then one it? day also what people didn't do they didn't shower on Yantiv and then suddenly right. they said we're gonna yeah. trade throwing bread at Tashlich <laughs> for showering on Yantiv and they're like good right. trade good trade I never thought of that but I, that's true it came I don't nowhere. remember throwing bread of course you never threw bread for of the ducks of course we threw bread for the fish and the ducks, yeah, of course we threw remember. bread when we were little. I don't know, but at one point somebody went to yeshiva for the year in Israel, and they like told their parents, "Like this is not a thing." Somebody was doing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Somebody was Jewish myth busting back then. No, no, no pinky thing. You're supposed to bow. Like, <laughs> that's right. Hundred Jewish true. myth busting. Don't do your pinkies. At... <laughs> but back to the lush and horror thing. You know, if someone's gonna feel bad, you don't have to ask them for forgiveness unless, unless you cause them a monetary loss. If you cause somebody a monetary, I don't care how bad they're going to feel, you must ask forgiveness for the monetary. Like if you said something bad about someone's business, you'd be like, oh no. Mean? What does that mean? You have to give them back the money. No. 
I didn't take the oh, money from saying, them. I, I caused his business right, deal I, to right. fall if you through. If you I, went out I and you badmouthed his business deal. Right, right, because you said something about him. Got it. Then you have to go ask him for forgiveness and say, hey, we did. I did. I spoke X, Y, Z about you and whatever. So how much does BDS owe to the West Bank? Oh, no, they're yeah. still calculating. <laughs> yeah. It's like the national debt clock. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I think with the, in the Irmiklat, you know, it's like all these cities, they have a sign that says, it's been this many days without an accidental murder. <laughs> <laughs> We want to welcome That'll Steve Steinberg to the, to, the, to the city. To the community. Um, don't go to that house. That other guy lives there. <laughs> Ellie, this has been uh, a real treat for us. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, this was, you know. Friday Night Meal. Was the way <laughs> yeah, this has been Kiddish Club-esque for sure. Very Kiddish Club-esque. Very Kiddish. By the way, how much more fun would Kiddish Club be if we could do it on Shabbos? You mean this podcast yes. on Shabbos? Wouldn't that, yeah, that be was amazing? Confusing. Wow, it's getting really grim. But wouldn't that be amazing? Um, I guess. It would be so good. No, but part of the, I mean, I, I say this again when I come up with the best material and best jokes on Shabbos. Right. It's the, the, the moment is fleeting. Yes, yes. The moment true. is fleeting. It's so true. it's like you didn't catch it. It's Sorry. It was, it's, it's a live precious. comedy show. By the way, that, don't you have like cameras in your house? You could do that. Oh, you're just, right. Just pull the footage. Alexa. Alexa's right. Listening. Alexa's listening to Alexa's everything to you're everything. saying anyway. Right. If I've done the best shows on Friday night, it's the worst yeah. because I've done so many. I'm like, right? can you tell me about this joke? Because it, it, was, it was off the cuff. It was great. Yeah, a lot of people struggle with the post Shabbos or the Mutzah Shabbos tweet amnesia like they, yes. they i had something so good yes. and now i just there's nothing i can't comedians remember. especially i'm telling yeah. you it's it's torture <laughs> it's it's really it's really you're just like i came up with the best joke and a three-day on you need a forget lackey. about it you need a lackey just to follow you around who has a great memory and that yeah. lackey that's his whole job no get a guy okay. let him be writing is that, is that much let him just following you, you just can't do that he's writing it down for himself <laughs> you know, well, somebody, somebody when I would do shows, when I would do, I would do shows like I, I did some like why you Shabbatones, whatever, and somebody said, "Oh, get the security guard to like record it for you." <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like that seems not. Okay. I, don't I don't know. Think that's okay. I don't think that that's seems not okay, especially since it's for my Parnassa. Yeah, like, this seems wrong. I don't think it's loud. But anyway, this was a lot of fun. Uh, we hope you you'll come back because uh, yeah, we had a great time. Great time. I'll, I'll go to the dentist again. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he told me he's like he's like. By the way, there's a parking spot. It's great. I'm like, yeah, I'll wear right. He's like that. There. I was like, it's perfect. You got the West Side High. I was like, okay, great. It's like, how much is it? He's like, forty four bucks. I was like, what? I'm not doing that. <laughs> Wait. So, Ellie, t- t- tell our listeners where they can find you. Like, sure. Learn more about your comedy. Watch more of your comedy. Where, where um, my website is elliecomedy.com because Leibowitz is impossible to spell. <laughs> well, it's not impossible. The way you spell it is impossible. Uh, uh, people C-Z-X-R. are like, why do you spell it? I'm like, well, when my grandparents had to get the heck out of Europe in a hurry, they didn't have time to double check the spelling. Okay. I'm like, oh, too soon. Sorry. Okay, fine. <laughs> I guess. But people say, well, the, the Tamer joke I say about this, people say, why do you spell it L E B O W I C Z? And I said, well, my grand, you know, when they were like got to LSI and they're like you sure you want to spell it that way it's like yeah worst case scenario my grandson doesn't get a bunch of emails that he's supposed to <laughs> but Ellie, my website is elicomedy.com my twitter is at Ellie Leibowitz E-L-I-L-E-B-O-W-I-C-Z Ooh. I know at well, it's like a comedy. distinct Polish spelling right <laughs> what it's like a Polish, Polish spelling Czechoslovakian Polish? somewhere yeah. they didn't like Jews like, you know. we will link to it we're going to put a link to it in I the appreciate show it. notes and on the um, website and yeah Instagram which I'm not good at is uh, Elite Comedyogram <laughs> it's terrible but uh, <laughs> it was just like I was like I made my Twitter <laughs> handle and I was like it's my name which is convenient 
But uh, yeah, Ellie Leibowitz on uh, you can search that on YouTube. Yeah, and, and and if you have a shul or organization, book him um, book him for your next event. How yeah. do they book you? Do they do it from your website? You can go to elliecomedy.com. You can email me, leibowitz at gmail.com, spelled strangely. That way. L-E-B-O-W-I-C. That way. Uh, yeah. I'm Excellent. Try to, yeah, I try to brand myself as clean but funny, and some people are like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> Debatable. I was in the last hour. I'm not so sure. Ellie, it's been a blast. Thank you for coming. Thank you guys all for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We're at Kiddish Club Cast. You can follow us on Instagram at Kiddish Club Podcast. Send us an email, hock, H O C K, at Kiddish Club Podcast.com. This has been real, a, a lot of fun, and we are out. <laughs> Your rest can't marry a Cohen. Are you sure? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so either. I love how he says it with. You should have Jewish myth buzzing a Jewish. Is this Halacha? <laughs> like, Jewish trivia! No, Jewish trivia! Or the Jewish myth buzzing is Jewish, huh? <laughs> Jewish, huh? Name all Trey Usar. There's 24. There's 12. <laughs> Trey is Aramaic. <laughs> um, and this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.